Hey guys, and welcome back to We Know How to Read. My name is Natalie. And I'm Megan. And this week we are wrapping up our season on classics. We are talking about classics versus retellings and adaptations. But before we dive in today, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> You've got a surprise for me. I apparently. do. And I was like, you know what? I could send you a video reaction of this or... Or I could wait until our podcast recording and show you (laughs) and show you it. So I was like, "Mm, this is a needed to be a podcast moment. My, I'm going to give you a little backstory here. Sitting on my couch, editing one of our videos, Amazon drop pulls up and I'm like, huh, I don't remember ordering anything. Dog's going crazy. And I'm yelling at my husband down the hallway. I was like, did you order something? And he said something back and I was like, huh? Cause I have my headphones in cause I'm editing my, our video. And he's like, he says something and I'm like, huh? <laughs> And it's like, it's a book for you. And I was like, you got me a book? Oh, oh I got a book. And I'm thinking, I was like, what book could it possibly be? Because of course I have right. books in my cart, just like waiting for me to be like, okay, you know what? Now's the time. Now's the time to get it. And he was like, and he hands me the package as soon as it gets delivered. And I'm like wondering, I was like, should I like record this? It's like a, like a, a new book haul. Oh my gosh. So if you've been following along for a while here, you kind of know what we like to read. Yes. Which is fantasy, paranormal, romance, somewhere in there. And then a little, a little bit of spice, a little bit of spice. Well, a little bit? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> a smidge. A smidge of here spice. and there. Oh my gosh. Okay. And we also love Harry Potter, which has oh something. To- oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> So my husband, uh, you know, like a good husband, pokes fun at what I read half mm-hmm. the time, but, you know, never tells me not to enjoy myself. So he got me this book. It is supposedly well-reviewed. I've literally never heard of the author and he shunned me for that. And he was like, how do you not know who this is? And I was like, I, I don't know. So um, I'm gonna butcher this title so horribly because there is a lovely word at the very end of it that I cannot say <laughs> and it is it's 15 letters long so forgive me <laughs> okay so the title of this book I'm going to read the whole thing and then I'm going to show you the cover because okay. that's just going to be priceless <laughs> trans wizard Harriet Porber and the bad boy Parasol of Hopolis an adult romance novel from two-time Hugo Award finalist, Chuck Tingle. So there is the, um, what? I've heard of this and I know this author. So I (laughs) had never heard of this before. Oh my God. I have seen this. I have. So I am now the proud owner of it. (laughs) If you don't, if you want to know more, 
Uh, trans um, wizard Harriet is a yes. master spells um, who found herself uh-huh. in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, Natalie, I am unfortunately very familiar with this author yeah and i i don't think uh, i know anything about so, this author. So, uh that's not what i was expecting but that is amazing <laughs> as soon as you started as soon as you started reading the cover i was like oh god oh god i know what this is i know what this is yes um the fact that i know what this is is terrifying so last year i was talking to a guy and I don't know we were just texting just you know chatting all that fun stuff and we were talking about books and he made a joke and he sent me that author and so then of course me and another friend were looking and I was like who is this author and if you just look up his name and can I I read you about the well all well yeah so all of the different like things that he writes about, they are hysterical. And there's a podcast and I don't remember what the podcast is, but in one episode, they have him come on and read one of his short stories. And me and my friend listened to it. And oh my God, it was the strangest thing that I have ever heard. So um, they're great. About yeah. the author, it's just a yeah. little bit more about Chuck Tingle himself. Is an yeah. erotic author and a Taekwondo grandmaster, almost black belt, from Billings, Montana. That, that's that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> After receiving his PhD at DeVray University in holistic massage, this is such an interesting man. Chuck found himself. The thing is, is this all? Is this all a joke? Like, is his about also a joke? Probably. That's what I think. Probably. Um. Chuck found himself fascinated by all things sensual, leading to his creation of The Tingler, a story so blissfully erotic that it cannot be experienced without uh, explicitly a sharp tingle down the spine. Chuck's hobbies include backpacking, checkers, and sport. Yes. I think yes. we should do a mini-series <laughs> where we read this on our podcast Can we please and because yeah. have you have you looked up his other books no i literally have been saving this for today <laughs> okay because no but seriously if you just google he has a um what a uh, hugo award yes in, the, says, in science fiction yes because Tucson hugo award yes yes because a bunch of people like nominated him to win and only him um, but it's, I mean, there are so many of them and they are, they are something else. I'm I mean, reading the titles of the chapters. So there's 14 chapters. Mm-hmm. We could do two chapters an episode. <laughs> Book club. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> we could, we could read it together. Yes. Yes. No, I'm here for this because again, like just just google because i will have to there's one that came out that came out in 2020 there's one that came out in 2015 called space raptor butt invasion okay i maybe i know his stuff and i just yeah, don't know there are stuff. there's another harriet forber <laughs> um that came out last year um hounded by president bigfoot 
helicopter man pounds dinosaur billionaire's ass like i mean it is i just love the uh, butception oh it's it's a lot there's there's a lot and it's it's something else i don't i don't know so my favorite sentence from all of the uh blurb on the back is hoping for some peace and quiet to clear her head harriet arrives to find that her new neighbor, an angsty bard named Snabe from the band <laughs> Seven Inch Nails, is already making a racket. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did did Chuck Tingle, did we just did Chuck Tingle write the my immortal Harry Potter fan fiction? Oh my gosh. <laughs> was that because that's it was just good Charlotte. Yeah. Instead of yeah. Um, I don't know how. So it is a dinosaur who's yes. Yes. A spellcaster mm-hmm. who is trans. Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. It's a lot. All of his. I don't know yes. if they're both trans or only Harriet is trans. We'll find out. Or, uh, yeah. We or, will find out. But, but it gets better because if you look at the cover, you can see the, the motorcycle, which yes. doesn't look like a motorcycle. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, where does it say? Um, Snape reveals that this layer of reality is much more than it seems. Could Harriet and Snape really be characters in a parody romance novel? Soon enough, these two are discovering they have more similarities than differences. Both trans, okay, that's, that answers that. Both okay. strong and both hoping to create a new spell that will change the world. But with the addition of two devious sentient motorcycles <laughs> to the mix, Delatrix and Brocco, things start to get complicated. <laughs> um take notes (laughs) also if you ever thought you couldn't write a novel and publish it you can (laughs) you can you absolutely can and again two time hugo winner like okay what's that thing where uh, um it's like a porn reference if you think if you think it exists it does or something what is that i don't know it's like basically if you don't know if it's out there it is (laughs) is. oh yeah woolly mammoth is like who is that? Is that Dumbledore? Because he's got the sorting hat. Maybe, but Maybe. there's a a Minerva. Miner- so maybe Minerva is her agent, who's a mammoth. Minerva the mammoth. We will find out. We'll find out. I'm excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> so I just crazy. had to share this with you. <laughs> So I find it even better that I know I know about yes. that book. Like yes. I knew about that book. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. I was just like, <laughs> I was honestly speechless and I laughed. I was like, what did you find for me? That is amazing. I was like, and also now I'm like, where does this go on my bookshelf? Because I've yeah. categorized them by genre. Is this? Well, we'll have to read it and find we'll out. We'll have to read it and find out. Yeah. Does it go on the romance? Does it go on the fantasy? Does it? Uh, I don't know. I don't Does have a comedy section. Special, like, special I think place? it should go next to Shakespeare. I think it definitely should go next to Shakespeare. <laughs> Shakespeare would really appreciate it, honestly. Honestly, Let's be real. See, I think he, he would, would absolutely appreciate. He'd be like quality work. Quality yes, work. yes, all of the big books. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, um, that kind of segues into what we're talking about today. Uh, Loosely, but yes. 
Would that but be yes. a retelling or an adaptation? <laughs> Ooh, I think it would be an adaptation. All right, yes. <laughs> I'm like thinking about it. Yes, it's, de- it's yeah, not it's a retelling. Def- oh my it's God. It's not a retelling. Could you not imagine? I'm like now picturing a dinosaur <laughs> teaching potions. <laughs> Honestly, Snape would have been so much better if he were a dinosaur. I mean, he kind of was fossilized already. That is true. He really was. But we digress again. Yes. Um, always. So, always. Um, that, what we- sorry. <laughs> I just did you, the Harry Potter reference just clicking your I head. I got it. I got it. Okay. So, oh my God. Okay. Um, <clears throat> banger of a start. Yes. Fantastic. We are talking about adaptations and retellings today. So it does. Cause we promised you, we did promise you that we would talk about those. Um, so, whew, uh, where did we want to start? Did we want to start what with is what a is, retelling? yeah, what is a retelling? What is an adaptation? I have always interchanged them because I never really knew. Um, I always and then thought we they were some- separate. <laughs> I thought they were separate, but then I also didn't know which one was which. So it just kind of like. I also don't think the world forth. knows what is what. No, I don't That's think so. Unless you are. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is <laughs> overgeneralization. Yeah. Um, the general public probably doesn't know unless you have like a English degree. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like it's retelling then adaptation. I don't know why it yeah. goes in that order in my head, but it's, okay. it's you know, you have the source material, mm-hmm. then you have the retellings and then you have the adaptations. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't, because like, I feel like adaptation, <laughs> I feel like adaptations came around with the internet. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because adaptations to me are fan fiction. Yes. And I, when I was looking it up, they even mentioned is fan fiction a retelling or is it an adaptation? And it's adaptation. An adaptation. Although I would say there are probably some fan fictions out there that are retellings. Like if you have, we're just going to stick with Harry Potter. Um, because that's mostly what I read. Um, is let's say you have Oh, Harry I Harry Potter books, everything stays the same, but it's from Hermione's point of view. Yeah. Or Lily survived in like one, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was going to say the, the uh, Court of Mist and Fury from Reese's yes. point of view. That, that is, is a retelling. retelling. Yes. They do not change anything. Yes. They just switch the POV. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I recently saw a video about that and I thought I sent it to you, but I don't think I did. No, I don't think you did. It Have you read that yet? The- yeah. Okay, because I've read it like oh, yeah. three times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It is so good. So good. Uh, if you haven't read it, you should, because it is Highly amazing. recommend that retelling of it is amazing. of Fury. No, I just saw on TikTok a little snippet from when um, he was thinking back on her fighting the, the worm thing. Mm. And just it's his hot. little, like, <laughs> just, uh, that was when I realized. I was like, I'm just like, oh, my God. Right. Ugh. Amazing. Just so right, sweet. Right. So sweet. So oh what it boils down, at least to me, is a mm. retelling is literally the same story. Yes. With minor changes. The overall yes. plot, character, mm-hmm. 
everything is the same yeah except for like a minor detail or two mm-hmm. an adaptation is where there are major changes to the characters timeline plot alternate mm-hmm. ending all that kind of stuff yeah so yeah. like and when I looked when I looked it up that's pretty much what I found too like retelling say a reinterpretation of the story yes is what this came up as and then the adaptation a new medium genre Mm-hmm. that type of thing so because I feel like you can have a retelling so like mm-hmm. the characters don't have to have the same name so here's a here's a great example right. everybody who's anybody has heard of a court of thorns and roses mm-hmm. like, and it especially is especially if you listen to this podcast right <laughs> and that would, supposedly I don't agree with it is a retelling mm-hmm. of beauty and the beast I agree with the or, oh you mean retelling versus adaptation or no I'm just saying in general like it's supposed to be a beauty and the beast yeah no the first one definitely is I mean she gets kidnapped he's you know under a curse he turns into a beast he's rude and yes. unruly and then they have to fall in love to break the curse so that is an adaptation yes of the story yes but it is beauty and the beast in that at least in the first one yes now, I read a book called East, where a girl is basically exchanged for the safety and well-being of, like, her family mm-hmm. to go with a beast and mm-hmm. live with him in a castle. Mm-hmm. And every night she, like, hears <clears throat> things in the castle and she has to, like, heal him. So he okay. and eventually he becomes human again. Right. That to me is a retelling. Very little in the story changes. The original like Beauty and the yeah, Beast fairy tale yeah. has changed. Yeah. Yes, it takes place in a different country. The ages are different. Mm. The beast is a polar bear. <laughs> her, I don't remember her name, but like. <laughs> everything is pretty much the same it's just yeah, little yeah. Con- yeah. basically it's just little content changes mm-hmm. enough to make it its own story story no that makes sense whereas with a uh, court of thorns and roses a lot well i mean i think it stayed to a retelling because she he was like you're either going to come with me or you like your family you know yeah bad things are gonna happen to your family so she's like okay fine um and it goes she does break the curse and she does break the curse but i think it goes up to under the mountain and then once you hit under the mountain it's no longer a retelling i also feel like there are too many side plots within the main retelling of beauty and the beast yeah it's been a while since i've read the first one same. And I don't now. I only think the first one. Once you get past the first one, it's no longer Beauty and the Beast. I uh, guess like I don't know. I feel like her being a hunter is a big change. I feel yeah. like the I don't know. There's just like certain like the big party. The what is it called? Where Reese shows spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> where he shows up <laughs> if they haven't figured that out by now then right why are you still on like, this podcast um i don't Cal know in mine Cal yeah. i never know how to say that 
but like I feel like that's like so far away from the original retelling yeah no there are definitely but definitely things I feel like um it's an adaptation not a retelling not a retelling yes it makes sense it makes sense because I think it's just there's too many differences so like would Reese be guest on technically I think in the original in the first one that's supposed to be accurate I think he's supposed to be guest on because I mean if you just know him from the first book that tracks but then who's Amarantha see that's where I think it like because we know about her the whole time yeah like the curse was done well is Amarantha supposed to be the um the the witch the The witch yeah the the sorceress the sorceress lady yeah yeah changed him it was like Mm. you're terrible um interesting yeah I can see both sides of it yeah I I can too if I so I guess why I think it's a retelling not a I mean it's an adaptation not (laughs) (laughs) see this is the problem I have (laughs) I think it's an adaptation not a retelling because when I read it I did not know it was Beauty and the Beast. Oh, see, I did. Because my friend gave it to me. I was like, you would like this. It's a Beauty and the Beast retelling. And I was like, okay, cool. Had no clue. Had no clue that it was a retelling. Read it. Mm. Afterwards was talking probably to you. (laughs) I think so. Because that's when we started. Because that's when we started everything was. And you were like, I'm going to read these books. And I was like, I've read the first one. I'll catch up. And I was like, it was like, oh, it's a Beauty and Beast retelling. After I'd finished it, that's when yeah. I learned that it was a retelling. And I was like, what? Yeah, what that makes that? sense. Yeah. Like, so like going without- There were elements. There were themes. Without pre-knowing this knowledge, mm-hmm. I, I did not, there was not enough context clues within the plot for me to be like, oh yeah, oh, yeah this is a retelling. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. So that's that why sense. I say it's an adaptation. Mm-hmm. Like if without that knowledge, and I like me a good fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No clue. Completely over okay, my head. No, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. Yeah. But I think Beauty and the Beast is probably one of the most common retellings ever. Yes. Done. Agreed. Yeah. Now, I made a list of what I, I mean, think. That's also just basic grumpy sunshine enemies to lovers. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which, yes. Yeah. I made a list of what I think are the most common retold stories okay cool um fairy tales specifically mm-hmm. beauty and the beast or the little mermaid i, feel like I was thinking two... cinderella really yeah i don't know i don't know many little mermaid i don't think i've ever read a little mermaid retelling huh or adaptation like i've saved I... a lot on tiktok but i don't honestly like i don't know if I've read a Cinderella retelling. Maybe I have. I, I just don't realize it. I haven't read a Cinderella retelling, but I have like two or three Cinderella retellings on my bookshelf currently. That rags to riches story. <laughs> oh, okay. Story. Rags to riches. I yeah. Okay, I know what it is because I watch. It's more movies because there's a ton of Cinderella retellings and yes. remakes and adaptations so there's like you know a cinderella story with hillary duff and then there's 
Um, another Cinderella story with Selena yeah. Gomez. Yeah. And there's there's, there's a, more. <laughs> there's that. more than that. So I think that's where I'm getting Cinderella from. Because and I'm I've thinking so many movies. books. And I don't. But like, here's the thing: is I don't like Cinderella, so I would never seek out <laughs> yeah. Cinderella stories. Yeah. Yeah. I like so, those movies. I don't like Cinderella, but I like those. Yes. I like those movies. Yes. <laughs> Outside of fairy tales, so like obviously mm-hmm. Brim and uh, Anderson being the yes. most yeah. iconic fairy tale yeah. stories, Shakespeare, mm-hmm. and then basically Jane Austen, mm-hmm. uh, Bronte, that time period, specifically yes. them. Yes. Um, somebody yeah. threw out Louisa May Alcott with Little Women, and I'm like, I really haven't read any. And I, I like Louise May Alcott. Yeah, I know. I haven't. And I was like, have I come across anything? A whole genre? <laughs> I also. You don't like retelling. I don't unless it's, I like a retelling if everything's the same. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I said, I like. You don't, yeah, you don't like adaptations. You like the very yes. strict retelling. Yes. Like I was telling you about that Pred and Prejudice novel where. Mm-hmm. Lizzie says yes the first proposal Mm -hmm. I liked that that was good but literally like nothing (laughs) nothing changed (laughs) but then I'm over here like hey there's this one and this one and you're like "Mm, I don't want it I'm just like but they're so good I like I don't know I like I think I just need to not know it's associated with it for me to like (laughs) yeah that's fair and then I'd be like this is great yeah uh, Shakespeare Shakespeare, pick, pick a Shakespeare huge any Shakespeare and then I said any myths and lore yeah specifically Greek Roman mm-hmm. um and, and I think that that's the main ones it's like just Norris is becoming very popular recently I've got a couple Norse ones on my bookshelf I have some yeah it's yeah. Not, but most for those common. of you that yeah for those of you that don't know um I've mentioned this before I think but I the way my library is finally completely finished and set up um is I've got instead of doing it by genre I do it by vibes and chaos. themes <laughs> chaos chaos but it makes sense so like I have different shelves with different themes so like I have a shelf that is books all about witches and then underneath that I have a shelf that is all retellings and adaptations from Shakespeare to Cinderella and a bunch of other things and Arthurian lore that's another one legend of Arthur that's another big oh medieval medieval yeah specifically Knights of the Round Table King Arthur yeah yeah Um, we could put all that in a category yes um but then I also have two shelves worth of mythology retellings and adaptations so you know did you so (laughs) that's what I'm referring to when I say my shelf because I have those separated out this is gonna really sound dated and (laughs) lame all at the same time so I don't know if it was seventh grade or eighth grade I hardcore was obsessed with Greek and Roman mythology like hardcore as yes like, yeah, most, people mm-hmm. like I mean, most people are like most people but it didn't like 
go away. <laughs> no, it didn't. I took, I took a it Greek. It didn't for me, obviously. <laughs> I took a Greek and Roman mythology class in college for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not need the credit. I just took it. Natalie, like, yeah. Natalie, I majored I know. in <laughs> classical studies for fun. But, and now I teach. Now I teach mythology. <laughs> but I bought myself Greek and Roman mythology for dummies from Barnes and Noble. I think I own that. I still own it. <laughs> I think and, I own that. It's like, it's like thick. It's not yeah. like, it's yeah, not like it, here's it, an abbreviated version. It's no, it's a, it's a big one. Yeah. But do you know what the crazy thing was? I was like, ooh, I didn't learn fun facts about <laughs> Greek and Roman myths and gods. Do you know what the one fun fact that I pulled from that entire book? I counted all of Zeus's illegitimate children that he had. And I was like, do you want to know how many children Zeus actually has? Please tell me, please tell me, because I don't know this number. I'm going to write it down. Uh, I teach I, my students. No, no, I don't remember anymore. You don't he, know? He was like 107. It was like- That makes sense. He had honestly. over 100 documented, you know, mm-hmm. children from various uh-huh. women yeah, in various shapes. Yeah. And that was like my, that was like my, my, my party fact. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know how many children? Do you know how many? <laughs> well, he has 107. <laughs> you uncultured swine. <laughs> like, like, why was that my like? Ooh, ooh look at my, look, look at so my party trick. That is, that is fantastic. That's great. Honestly, that is great. Now I want to know the actual. Number. I like. I went through and highlighted them all. Of course you did. Yeah. You still own this book? I do. I just need to find it. I think it's in a bin. Yeah, I still own it. I will, I couldn't part with it because I was just like too much of my identity. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> in these pages. Well, so I was I was going through because I still had a big pile of books in my uh, hallway that are were not going in my library. They were going elsewhere. So I was going through those early, uh, last weekend. And um, I found, do you remember those books that came out when we were in like middle school where it was like the Egyptology book they were like the big pretty books and there was mythology and the dragon I have three of those and I'm just like this is my identity this is why I am the way that I am because I have the Egyptology one and you had that little fun fact yeah I would bring that to school Uh to show my friends and be like look at my Egyptology book and then like play the little games that were inside it because I thought it was cool to say, I have that one, I have the mythology one, and I have the wizardology one. But I found those the other day, and I was like, yes, this is, I can't get rid of these ever. Oh my God. I also have a book that I think you would appreciate. Um, it's called Zeus Grant's Stupid Wishes, a okay. no bullshit guide to mythology. Um, and it's all world mythology, but it is hysterical. It tells the stories. That would be a retelling. It retells all of the myths in the funniest way possible. It's I'd grab it, but it's in my in my um, office. Um, but it is it is freaking hysterical. So yes, we have more to talk about. We do yes, and we have uh, I think a few more sections to hit mm-hmm. up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I want to talk about some other types of retellings like I want to make some good references for you guys I want you guys to be like oh yeah that's something to read or you know this is something that I would like Mm -hmm. to look forward to so we're gonna continue and talk about some of those